This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Alabama's former senator, who was also the U.S. Attorney General during the Trump administration, is now speaking out again about Trump. Jeff Sessions spoke recently at a banquet held by the Alabama Center for Law and Liberty. Sessions says that Trump's time in the White House exceeded his expectations despite the disagreements between the two over Sessions choosing to recuse himself from the FBI-led Russia collusion allegations. Sessions says that because of the stance that Trump took on various issues like the border, judicial appointments, cutting taxes, and government regulations— that Session wanted nothing but success for Trump and his entire administration. Sessions also said it was an honor for him to serve as U.S. Attorney General for over 20 months. A commission is going to be formed to study the elimination process of the state grocery tax. Both the Alabama House and the Senate passed a joint resolution to create the commission. The resolution is in connection to a bill that starts cutting the 4% grocery tax down to 2% over the next four years. State Senator Andrew Jones says this commission will look into the possibility of reducing that 2% even further and to see what kind of impact that will have on the state budgets. Should the bill to cut the grocery tax be signed into law by Governor Ivey, then the resolution will go into effect and the first meeting of the commission will be no later than December 1st of this year. There are five bills that will not see the light of day in the 2023 Alabama legislative session due to running out of time on the clock. The high-profile Price Act, which is a comprehensive school choice bill for the state, will have to be reoffered in 2024. Also, the bill that bans drag queen shows in the presence of minors, that will not be voted on this year. That bill would add a drag queen performance here in the state to the list of sexual conduct in relation to obscene materials. The bill that changes the position of the state health officer and is sponsored by Sam Gavan will also not be voted on, as well as the What is a Woman Act and the bill to prohibit divisive concepts from being taught in public education or state agencies. The former CEO to Health South, Richard Scrushy, is back in the news again. Scrushy is currently in prison on bribery charges that also involved the former governor of Alabama, Don Siegelman. Attorneys were back in court recently accusing Scrushy of hiding millions of dollars from their knowledge so he would not have to pay restitution in regards to a civil case. The attorneys told the judge that Scrushy is writing checks in the name of another inmate and is able to conduct business from prison through the use of that inmate along with family and friends. The judge responded to the attorneys by placing a preliminary injunction that stops all transfers from happening with certain accounts that are named in this case. Scrushy has also been ordered to turn over records related to this bank account that he's been using. Scrushy says he's not doing what they claim he is and that he's unemployed and has no assets. The Dutch citizen who's going to be brought from Peru to Alabama for a trial has apparently been assaulted while awaiting extradition. Joran Vandersloot is an inmate at a prison in Peru. He's serving time for a murder conviction. His lawyers are reporting that Vandersloot has been beaten up several times in recent days. The lawyers told ABC News that it's not likely that those beatings are in regards to Vandersloot's upcoming extradition, but regarding the gang rules that are going on within the prison walls. Vandersloot is facing extortion charges in the case of missing Alabama high school graduate Natalie Holloway. Vandersloot is also the prime suspect in Holloway's disappearance and death, but he has never been officially charged. The turnout was in the thousands on Memorial Day at the Alabama National Cemetery in Montevallo. 
Retired U.S. Army Sergeant Major Jerry McLean spoke to family members of the fallen. Memorial Day is our most somber federal holiday. It's a day that our nation should pause and reflect on the ultimate sacrifice made by young men and women who died wearing a nation's uniform. Also, Congressman Gary Palmer spoke to the crowds. WIAT News was there. On this 155th anniversary of Memorial Day, we gather on this hillside overlooking the graves of those honored dead interred here to remember the price that they paid for our freedom. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, an agreement has been reached between President Joe Biden and Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy on the debt ceiling issue, but it remains to be seen if Republicans and Democrats in Congress will get on board with the deal and vote for it. McCarthy says the deal still cuts government spending and gets more people back to work and off government paychecks. He says the deal will slow the growth of government by putting a cap on spending keeping it at 1% for the next six years. Biden says the bill reduces spending but also protects critical programs that are needed. The deal is about 150 pages in size, and McCarthy is urging Americans to read it and understand what the legislation is doing. Members of the Freedom Caucus are not jumping on board too quickly when it comes to this bill. Texas Congressman Chip Roy is telling fellow caucus members not so fast, pointing out that the deal between McCarthy and Biden still increases the debt by around $4 trillion. Congressman Bob Good of Virginia has also commented on the bill, saying it gives the Democrats all that they wanted. Several Republicans and Democrats are signaling that they won't be voting for the deal for various reasons. Meanwhile, the Congressional Budget Office has already weighed in on the deal, with preliminary numbers showing that there would be more than $2.12 trillion in cuts made to government spending. South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham publicly admits that he likes spending U.S. taxpayer money on foreign wars, in particular in Ukraine. Graham was filmed while in Ukraine for Memorial Day as he sat down and spoke with Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky. Free or die. Free or die. Now you are free. Yes. And we will be. And the Russians are dying. It's the best money we've ever spent. Thank you so much. The trip that was made by Graham has also launched the ire of the Russian government because shortly after Graham landed in Kiev, the Russian Interior Ministry put out an arrest warrant for him. A Kremlin spokesperson, Dmitry Pekov, put out a statement saying it's hard to imagine a greater shame for the country than having such a senator. There is a lot going on in the Texas state government. Some Republicans have joined forces with Democrats there to impeach the recently re-elected state attorney general, Ken Paxton. State Representative Brian Harrison went on Newsmax on Monday to blast the way in which these charges were put together and issued within the Texas House. I do have concerns about the allegations that have been made against them. They they are serious allegations and should be taken seriously. But let me tell you, I have at least as much concern, probably more concern, to make sure that the Texas House of Representatives is not, in doing this, wielding governmental power to either in actuality or by perception weaponize government in the pursuit of uh, criminalizing and prosecuting or silencing uh, a political opponent, uh, in this case, in, in Ken Paxton. Now, like I said, the allegations are serious. But when we're going to be throwing around uh, criminal allegations or charges that rise to the level of impeachment, the impeachment proceedings themselves must be unimpeachable. Harrison says he cannot speak to the guilt or innocence of Paxton regarding the charges against him because there are too many holes in the documents that were presented. The leadership of the Texas House made no even pretense to give us sufficient information to document his guilt, and it should not have happened this way. The Texas House did proceed with voting for impeachment 
which will then involve an impeachment trial being held in the Texas Senate, where only two-thirds of a vote can find him guilty. The Epic Times is reporting on the details of a COVID-19 outbreak that recently occurred in early May in Atlanta. The outbreak happened among the mostly vaccinated staff of the Center for Disease Control. The CDC was gathering in a hotel in Atlanta for a conference on epidemiological strategies and investigations. The outbreak got so bad that the CDC ended up surveying the attendees in order to assess who had tested positive for COVID-19. The Epic Times reports that 80% of those attending the CDC conference filled out a survey. 181 of them said they had tested positive for COVID-19, and 99.4% of them indicated that they had at least one of the COVID-19 vaccine doses. The CDC is redefining the original purpose of a vaccine and said in a statement about that survey that vaccination is still important because it prevented those who tested positive for COVID from going to the hospital. And there is a new song out there that it's already at number two on the iTunes hip hop chart. This song is not afraid to go political in nature. It features rapper Forgiato Blow and Jimmy Levy singing in the aisles of a Target department store about the latest controversy over LGBTQ-themed clothing for children that is being sold there. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure that these reports come up easily on your smartphone, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcasting app you are using. It's usually on the main page of The Daily Detail. That could be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other app. And also be sure to visit 1819 News for more reliable, up-to-date information on what's going on around here in Alabama. You can also join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can visit 1819news.com backslash membership to learn more. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 